Hello, my name is King Navasa with Cayman Connection, and this is Celebrating Caymanians Overseas, Out of Sight, Not Out of Mind. Today we have with us Ashley Jade Smith, a Caymanian-born sports development professional and fitness specialist living and working in the UK, and a sweet friend of mine. <laughs> Excuse me, today I'm under the weather a little bit, but the chuckle still remains. Let me get Ashley on the line. We have with us today the... Oh, wait, I, I don't actually know your surname. This is so bad. <laughs> we need to, like, keep that in there. Like, we have the... Wait, who are, who are you again? Who... <laughs> it's the most easiest surname king. The most common British surname. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and, and yes, because I put... Okay, you know what it is? I have you saved in my phone. It's Ashley Jade. But I was uh, like, wait, that, that doesn't sound right. Jade, no. But I just remembered it's Smith. Smith, yeah. Ashley Smith. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. So sorry. It's okay. We've got we've got the name. Right. So we have with us the fabulous Ashley Jade Smith today. <laughs> hey King! Thank you. Um, so jumping right into the line of questioning, <laughs> we want to ask, of course, we're celebrating Caymanians. And in, in Cayman, everybody knows you and they want to know who you're for. So who you're for? <laughs> what your connection I've, is? I've been asked this so many times the last year because although I was born in Cayman, I've grown up most of my life in the UK. So actually... Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a little bit out of the Caymanian bubble. So not a lot of people I feel like do actually know of me. So until I started to join Cayman Connection and then I started to interact with more people from Cayman. Awesome. So. Don't tell me who you're for. Okay. So, um, (laughs) so my father is um, Kenrick Webster. Um, So he's um, director of, of Webster's tours. So. Yeah, that's Webster's, my family connection. Oh my god! Okay, Webster's tours. They used to have a lot of those big, 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 big like school bus things. Yeah, um, that's the one. And I think they did they have boats as well. Yep. Yeah, I don't think so more recently, but yeah, there were previously for like Stingray City tours and all of that. So. Oh wow! Is that still going on? I haven't been in the island for a while. Well, COVID, you know, COVID happened. So unfortunately, the tourism industry's had a hit. So mm-hmm. until we get those borders open and, you know, we have that influx of people coming in from different countries, then, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to have to wait for that until it kind of kicks back off and gets back to normality. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be interesting to see what this next year presents. Very true. And another nosy question. <laughs> Kenrick Webster, did, he ran for elections recently, didn't he? He did, yes, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I was Coming actually big things. I well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I was actually helping him with with his campaign. Um, yeah, during the time from over here, so I was helping with some of his marketing and stuff like that. But um, so it opened my eyes to, and I got to learn a little bit more about the system and how it works over there. Mm. And again, understanding because I think the only person I was familiar with was Andre Ebanks, who was obviously. Um, head of office here in the UK. So it started to put some pieces of the puzzle together for me, which was quite nice. Awesome. Now, is there something from Cayman? Because you've you've been back and forth. You've visited a few times, haven't you, since moving to England? Yeah. So is there something in particular that you 
really look forward to every time you go back to Cayman. Chef John boy, that Chef John. I know it shouldn't be my first thing that I say. It's actually to see my family, but King, when I tell you, <laughs> uh, I uh, you know what? I support that. <laughs> I support that. She says Chef John. <laughs> <laughs> no questions, no thought process. Listen, nope. on a windy day, I would get grit like you could get a little crunch from the barbecue because you know they used they used to serve it on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> And I wouldn't mind. I'm like, you know what? That barbecue sauce got a little crunch to it. That's all right. <laughs> we don't mind. When I tell you, I literally would like get off the plane and provided the worst time is when I schedule the flight that it doesn't end up being open on that day. Mm. So, but when it does, that's the first place I'm going to go get that Chef oh, John. Yeah. But is there anything like, like when you're back in England that you kind of wish mm. you could bring with you from mm. Cayman? I mean... If you say family again, that makes sense as well. But yeah, well, yeah, obviously the family is is a big one because you know um, there's there's people there that I'm particularly close with, and you know my brother is uh, is one that I would yeah if I could pick him up and uh, bring him to the UK see, and make him stay here, then I definitely would. But um, I think in terms of the island itself, um, mm. you know the beach and that whole just atmosphere on seven mile um actually i say it's a mile but rum point has always been one of my favorite places um just mm-hmm. just that you can't you can't replicate that anywhere in the uk don't get me wrong we have good you know really nice coastal lines and some mm-hmm. incredible beaches you know to go to but it's it doesn't beat the crystal uh blue water and you know the marine life and i think mm-hmm. you know sometimes when you're when you have actually grown up in, in the Cayman Islands, because I always I always um, cuss my brother out for this because, you know, when I go over there, I take him to the beach. I'm like, right, we're going for a beach day. And he's like, I haven't been to the beach since last time you were here or I haven't been to the beach in like the last year. And I think I just, I don't understand because it's on your doorstep. But at the same time, it's just like anything, you know, your environment, you're just so mm-hmm. used to it being there. So you take it for granted sometimes. Definitely. So I'm actually in some respects kind of happy that I can, you know, when I go over there, I'm so appreciative and kind of, you know, just embrace everything, you know, mm-hmm. the stingrays, the turtles, all of that incredible. So, yeah. You soak yeah. it up because <laughs> you realize, as they say, you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> Precisely. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I normally have to bring back well seasoning because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't I don't understand why I mean <laughs> I just because I, I I don't know the way that seasoning are like pre-packed there I prefer that I can make them myself but mm. just laziness <laughs> well clearly it worked for you with come dine with me so you know it's good that you brought it back that was cute <laughs> um but if I had to answer seriously actually do quite agree when you, with, with you when you said the beaches because mm. I, I did take it for granted absolutely because sure. I <laughs> I wouldn't even go to the beach I would go to a pool and swim even though the beach is right there what so, and now I'm over here where I only have the pool to swim in mm-hmm. at the community center <laughs> I, were you I scared, were you scared of the, the fish were you scared of the barracuda is that why you didn't want to swim the ocean I actually was I, I have terrible oh. anxiety <laughs> oh so yeah I was scared I wasn't scared of the ocean I was scared of, of what's inside of it yeah though that's to, to be honest I can actually relate because 
I'm making it sound like I'm this real like brave like oh you know I would snorkel I would don't give me I will never scuba dive like I am absolutely petrified of that because even snorkeling I remember I was um I think it was Governor's Beach the last time I was there I kind of swam out and um I was with my partner Matt and we were in this we were quite far out and there was like a real school of fish there and we were all like he's he really loves all of that and like so I was like okay let me go out and just you know humor this and clearly they feed a lot of the fish there so there's like it's quite like majestic you know you kind of look around and it's quite surreal and when I tell you King this fish bit my toe and I swear to you I (laughs) thought I was gonna die I thought I was gonna die I swear I was like I I could picture it because yeah if it was me I I it I had a similar encounter but it didn't get as far as biting me all that did was brush across me oh Uh, I I let out this blood curdling scream (laughs) Like all my little brothers were there and my little sister. And they just they were cracking up laughing before they actually got up and said, Wait, are you okay? Uh, And they're like, (laughs) they didn't expect such a tiny squeal to come out of me. Like "Ah!" right there on the beach, you know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then they went, they were like, wait, no, that sounded a little bit. Let's go see if he's actually. Let's just check he's okay. A fish brush across you. That's why you screamed. I'm like, yes! No, let me tell you when I thought Jaws was coming for me, I this small little nibble, I was there like flapping around. I went straight to shore, got myself a mudslide and then just stayed on the beach the rest of the day because I was like, I'm not having this again. No way. Did you have a mudslide be- before you went out as well? Look, I mean, jo- when I'm on, ho- you, when I, I'm I'm on holiday... I'm questioning how big this Jaws was, bit, you know, that's all. Because maybe, maybe just like a few centimeters, right? But a bite's a bite, a bite's a bite. Oh, actually, okay. So we talk about your connection to Cayman and your highlights there. So now about your life in the UK. So what is it that you find yourself doing now? Mm. Mm-hmm. So... Um, after university, so I went to Loughborough University um, mm. and I studied sport management. Mm. And sports always been my thing: sport and physical activity, um, kind of as a as a player and athlete. But also, um, so my job is evolved around sport development. So, mm. not a lot of people know really what that means. Um, but essentially, it's um, kind of charitable community work in setting up new initiatives to get people active. So. Um, my work has always been focused around getting young people active. So mm-hmm. at the moment, I am a head of department for a sports charity in Cambridgeshire and Peterborough. Mm. And um, my team oversees all of the children and young people work there. So um, extremely passionate about supporting young people to get active. And when I say sport, it's more about just things that you know sport is one part of it but it's more about them just living healthier lifestyles so it's you know Mm. walking cycling bmxing whatever it is just Mm. like getting people moving more essentially yeah yes miss obama (laughs) (laughs) oh i'll I'll take that any day any day of the week (laughs) get them moving i love that how long have you been doing that now um, well, let's see. I mean, I graduated 2015, so um, I told you I did a degree in sports management, not math. So you can you can do the math for that one. But um, who said I could do uh, math? Uh, 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 so I, since then, yeah, five, six, six, six years. Six years yeah. yeah, I feel like we've lost a couple of years because the pandemic. So you know, that's why my brain's a little bit 
You know, like in the alphabet, when you get to like um, elemental P. Mm-hmm. That's how the last couple of years. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Oh. Elemental P for sure. Like, how? What? How old am I? Like, when people ask you, like, I had a birthday. Did I lose a year? Like, what? What happened? So, yeah. No. Um, I've been doing it for, um, you know, kind of my whole career, really. Um. Ooh. And like, even before that, you know, prior to when I was at university, I did a lot of volunteering out in Africa. So I've spent a lot of time in Zambia specifically. Um, again, doing like, yeah, like community projects there and um, helping develop the, pr- primarily the basketball for me, cause that's my sport, but um, also doing some broader education on like HIV and AIDS through sport. So using sport as a way to kind of educate the young people. So yeah, it's always uh, anything that you can teach through sport has always been something that's really close to my heart so sports that's really a passion huh yeah yeah so what's your favorite sport um so my favorite sport is basketball um so i've played that since i was 15 so i started playing um when i was at school and you know it's probably not this i'm actually better at netball but i (laughs) i don't really like the sport because you know, you have to like stand away from people. Mm-hmm. You can't get stuck in quite as much, but um, yeah, I I got, got into basketball and instantly for me, see the thing there is the connections that you make with people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have always found it um, a really good outlet for your kind of physical, mental and social well-being. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's, that's it for me. Even just take, for example, the, um, 5k run that we did with Cayman Connection just recently. Um, that was, and that was actually one of what a really unique experience because that's the first time I've done something at sundown because we did it, you know, when the sun was going down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, in Richmond park, the, that was during the Richmond run fest. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. And you were yeah, singing some there. beautiful soaker on stage, cheering me on as I was running past, like dying. And let you me tell look it. you didn't look it. I tell you, you're fit as you're fit as because you were like you just there was no expression on your face. It was like, huh? Yeah. I That's because like, I'm numb, geez. King. That's because oh. I'm numb. <laughs> it was cold too, you're right? It was, but. I mean, let me tell you that example. So for me, obviously, I, I know we're probably going to talk about the Cayman Connection stuff a little bit afterwards, but um, I actually got very emotional during that run. I actually cried whilst I was running around, but I didn't tell anybody, but I'm telling you all now. Um, and the reason being because obviously my upbringing, I haven't, um, I haven't had that, you know, I was going over to Cayman kind of annually and seeing my family and things like mm-hmm. that. And other than that kind of family unit, I haven't really built up my network wider than that until the last year because of my um, involvement with Miss Caribbean UK and therefore Mm -hmm. meeting came a connection and that was the first time I'd met everybody in person because you know we had these virtual yard meetings I'd Mm -hmm. kind of met Kate and Rita and other people online and you know we have the WhatsApp group and stuff Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it was the first time I was like wow these people I'm seeing them in person Um, I felt part of the community Mm -hmm. and it was 
again, it was just, it was such an incredible social event. And even just like, you know, yourself having you singing in the background and that kind of (laughs) cheering, it's just like, I can't, I wish I could bottle up the feeling of when you're in and around a group of people from Cayman, especially overseas, because it's, I don't know what it is. It's just such a a warm hearted feeling. And it just Mm. kind of makes you feel like, for me, it was like, I'm at home. Yeah, that was that was why I got upset. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That that sense of community. That's what yeah. I get from it. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's the one. So quick, we're going to rewind on something. Um, Miss Caribbean UK. Yes. I saw when when that was circulated, and it it. Oh my God, I'm terrible. I just put two and two <laughs> together that you're the Ashley that they were talking about. I was what uh, two years ago. Yes, that was 2020. Yeah, 2020. That's awesome. Used to remember LMNOP. I said my LMNOP. 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 I thought it was two years. Anyway. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel silly. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, what sparked you to to get involved with that pageant? I didn't even know about the pageant. So what? Like, how did you even find it and, and decide? Okay. I want to go in there and win. Yeah, I mean, for me, I went to. Well, just to clarify, I didn't actually win. I came second. So, oh, we're that's we're a just win. we're just um, we're just gonna put that one out there. But <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll get to. I'll get to that part a bit a bit afterwards. With you know, kind of the what each title means and that sort of thing. So, um, for me, I went to. Um, university as I said earlier and for me I grew up in Suffolk and Suffolk is a, a predominantly white area so mm-hmm. you know there I'm one of the only brown faces that that were here growing up and when mm-hmm. I then moved to kind of the Leicestershire area that was when I really started to explore my culture a little bit more um, I got involved in carnival for the first time so I took part in my first troupe and started to compete then and and I think that was kind of the the little flame that ignite you know it, it just that it started to then burn something that I knew was gonna, it was gonna continue to develop over time. And it was actually, which sounds quite strange because I'm saying it was 2020, but it was prior to when COVID, we thought COVID was a thing. Um, I went on a cruise with my family and we stopped in Cayman for the day. Um, and which is really hard. I didn't, and Chef John wasn't open. So that was even harder because it was a short day and there was no <laughs> Chef John. Um, and I just remember coming back and I was like, I need to do something else now. I need to explore something else. And um, and then I just, I think I just like Googled it or something like Caribbean. I don't even know what I Googled. Caribbean something. Pageants. No, not even because for me, I was like, I, I would I would never consider myself a you know a typical pageant girl. I didn't I didn't ever think it was something I would ever do. So I think it was more like I was looking more for the like performance opportunities and mm-hmm. um and I found this anyway and I thought why not give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I had previous years I de- I had actually gone to apply. I had actually um yeah, I tell a lie. That wasn't the first time I'd, I'd kind of seen it, but I didn't have the confidence to do it because I was like, it's a lot putting yourself out there. It's a lot sort of, you know, you're exposing yourself and it's something a bit different. And yeah, I just went for it. Applied, got through, 
became a finalist and went through that whole journey. And then I came away with three titles. So um, mm-hmm. the first princess, so that second runner up, uh, first runner up, sorry, Miss Personality and Best Charitable Fundraiser. So. And you won't tell me that's not a win? Oh no, 100%. The whole, the whole experience for me was, I could have come away with nothing and it was a win. I'm telling you now because it means I got to meet wonderful people like you, King. So, you uh, in, know. The pa- in the pageant? No, oh. in the pageant, but it was a, it was a benefit <laughs> of the pageant. So. Oh, I see. Like that was the, as you said, the catalyst to, to launch you into. Um, yeah. Like looking for more community related opportunities like that. Exactly. Yeah. It was Miss Caribbean that provided me with the link to Cayman Connection. So I didn't know about Cayman Mm. Connection until then. So. Oh, and now you're here. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So Ashley, I heard you have a podcast. Well, I heard that you're recording episodes for a podcast. So you want to tell me some more about that? Yeah. So I think so off the back of the kind of heightened Black Lives Matter movement um, after the unfortunate death of George Floyd. Um, My friend and I who went to Loughborough together, we kind of got our heads together and I think we reached out and just sort of said, you know, we both wanted to to do something. We wanted to, we'd always wanted to, to host a podcast, but we don't live close by. So, you know, she lives in Manchester. I'm down in Cambridgeshire. And we thought it wasn't possible at first. And then lo and behold, the beauty of technology. So hence we're here today. Exactly. Thanks, Zoom. (laughs) Um, And then we started to flesh out and we were like, actually, yeah, there's something, there's something here. And, you know, so our podcast is called Melanin and Me. So we've been going for over a year now. Um, And we, our podcast is kind of focused on health, wellness, and self-improvement topics for black females and females of color. So mm-hmm. we have such a variety of guests on and the topics are like, I think I was saying to you earlier, you know, we have learned not just a lot about each other actually, but a lot about just life. Um, I'm mm-hmm. a very big believer that, you know, the power of conversation is very much underestimated and, um, you know, we've had people from the BBC Radio's uh, Manchester's Simone Riley. We've mm-hmm. had Dr. Leila Hussein, who's a really big um, activist for FGM. And we've we've just had some, you know, real incredible women on the pod. And yeah, we're just continuing to to grow it and to kind of reach as many women as we can and support them through through our conversations. I love that. The Melanin and <laughs> Me podcast <laughs> by Ashley Jade Smith. Yes. <laughs> and Ray. I have to give my shout out to Ray because it's not just me. Yeah. And Ray. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. And Ray. Mm-hmm. Said it twice. So, Ashley, do you have a favorite quote? From, it could be from literature or anything. Know, anecdotal. From favorite King. Quote. King Navasa. <laughs> From me, <laughs> the things I get quoted on, I don't want to hear you repeat. <laughs> well, pr- well, aside from my favorite King quotes, obviously, um, I'm a very, I'm a very, I do love a quote. Um, the the one that sticks to mind is, um, "Be the type of person that you'd like to meet." Mm-hmm. And the oh, reason. Wait a minute. Hold mm. on. <laughs> No, you gotta let it stew. Just let it sit. Mm. Be the kind of person 
that you'd like to meet. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I've heard it so many times before, but every time. Mm. It gives you that sort of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. For me, it's, and I, I guess this is very much a part of who I am. And this is why I love the quote so much, because I think introspection, self-reflection, self-care and self-awareness, self-love, everything, you know, looking inward and is extremely important. And it's not something that we're taught enough. You know, we're not taught it at school, you know. We're not taught it at all. No, no. (laughs) Unless, unless you're, you know, unless your parents or your peers or somebody has kind of mastered it or you have really good mentors or coaches or colleagues, Mm -hmm. you know, it's something that you kind of find out by accident. And I think, you know, the pandemic is almost, uh, for me personally, that, that has been a very big catalyst for mm-hmm. really being purposeful about my own self-care, my own self-love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really highlighted and elevated to me the importance of putting time aside for yourself. And before you make decisions, before you, you know, take on a new responsibility or a new activity or, you know, you anything just just really sitting back and thinking is this something that's going to add value to me and my life is it going to bring me positive energy is it going to serve me well and if the answer is then yes then you know pursue it of course yes and if the answer is no then you know you got to ask yourself first of all why and then you know consider your you know your answer quite carefully because I think that going back to the quote be the type of person you'd like to meet it's often that you know, we like to think that, you know, if we're thinking about somebody in front of us, we want somebody who's, you know, exudes that sort of happiness, positive mm-hmm. energy, positive vibes, mm-hmm. makes you feel good, but mm-hmm. is a good active listener as well. We don't have many people who have quite captured that skill of active listening because we always want to be the person who's, you know, the one talking and yeah, they're always waiting to respond, respond. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, if we, we have to be able to look inward to ourselves to think, how do we come across to others for us to then be able to, okay, work on ourselves day by day to then, you know, be, be more of that person. And I think mm-hmm. the more we can do that, then the more positive our lives will be and that will radiate onto others as well. So. I love that so much. Oh. <laughs> and you said it all so eloquently. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, I try. <laughs> well, I'm impressed. For uh, for me, um, it's like a spin on the golden rule. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Oh, beautiful. Okay. So I'm going to pick on you for a little bit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> We we were in a meeting some months back and we were we were reminiscing. It was like four of us and we were reminiscing about our snacks and Cayman. And there was one in particular that you'd never ever tried. Oh my gosh. And everyone was like astounded. And I was a little offended. It's genuine. I told you in person after I met you, I was like, King, I have to tell you this thing you were talking about. I've got no idea what it is and I haven't tried it. We were, we were in a side chat in the group. Yes, this <laughs> yeah. is right. Yes, yeah. I was like, I don't want to expose myself. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to let myself in everyone for. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, some mango and soft. <laughs> and you were just on the screen like, what? Huh? <laughs> I'm thinking like ketchup or something. Like, they're not even that, like on oh. mango, what? Oh, my God. What? <laughs> 
oh have you been able to try it yet or not no i've i could because remember you did give me the advice that I really should be trying it in Cayman with a particular type of mango that I should oh, be requesting. And I actually forget the name. Oh my, you know what? Any mango will do. Okay. But my my favorite mango, which I always recommend for anything is Namdok mango. So Nam, that's the one you told yeah. me, yeah, Namdok mango. So I don't want to just try it. Just, you know, I need to, I want to do it properly. So when the time is right, when I'm back on the island, then that'll be oh, the yeah. one. Okay. <laughs> so, a few things in closing. You said you like basketball. That's mm-hmm. your favorite sport. Is mm-hmm. do you have a favorite basketball team? I'm gonna surprise you and say no because I don't. As much as I love sport, I don't actually watch sport. Mm. Actually, With- you're falling off the wagon here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I know I, I'm not a big like professional sports person. So I don't, I like the act of being physically active, the, mm-hmm. the benefits it brings, but I'm not like, you know, spending my weekends following an NBA team or football team or anything like that. So unfortunately I'm not a diehard, sorry. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's your next big aspiration? Oof. So my next big aspiration, um, I guess there's two kind of um, milestones or think bucket list things, I guess, that that I have. And they're both related to Cayman, obviously. Mm. Um, so one of which is I want to attend like a um, carnival in Cayman. So I've never actually been to carnival um, on the island. And so I'm planning and hoping that I will be able to make it next year to K-Mass um, so that I can take part. Oh, I have a dear friend who would be glad to hear those words. <laughs> <laughs> you listening, Brad? She said she won't come to K-Mass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can you can you can help me help me out because I'm again. It's like it's another learning thing because you know I've been speaking to. Um, a lady, Miss Pamela, actually, who runs Miss World Cayman Islands, because, mm-hmm. um, and this is one thing that I have noticed about, you know, the Cayman kind thing is, it is real because, you know, at the age of 29 and, you know, my relationship with the island has been very sporadic. So I do feel like there's a lot of gaps in my knowledge and experience and understanding. And since having met a lot of new people the last year people are so willing to you know just provide help and support or advice or you know signpost you to the right people and yeah um, Miss Pamela she's been kind of helping kind of educate me on the process because it is different to the UK actually kind of the the carnival process for kind of entering or, or taking part and stuff so yeah that's one of my aspirations for sure oh, it ain't no headache Literally, like you just said, we help connect each other, right? We give you the link. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. I'll have I'll have Brent send you it. Send you an email. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's amazing. Um, they have absolutely gorgeous costumes with KMAS. I think that's the big, the big like selling point. Yeah. Some of the most, like I'm telling you, some of the most beautiful costumes I've seen in Cayman carnivals. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a few out there. There's Batabanu, there's K Mass, and well, there's Pirates Week, the Pirates yeah. Week Parade. That 
that's technically carnival <laughs> yeah that's that's um i've been to pirates week actually when i was over there when i was quite little so that was a, a real cool experience to have oh that's changed so much oh anyway because <laughs> <laughs> they don't do street dance the way they used to oh i used to look forward to it so much especially as a teen when you had little teen discos oh um, and they would bring someone like sean paul or something oh my gosh i actually was it sean paul or shaggy it was one of the two i remember going to one concert when i was there um with my brother actually and we we actually ended up leaving before the the main person came on because it was that late and we were so like we were so small yeah. and we were like we're so tired we want to go home but all the acts before that were incredible um oh but yeah that was either shaggy or sean paul i can't remember which one that sounds about yeah that sounds about right you reach <laughs> there for like eight o'clock when the concert or the show starts yeah <laughs> But the main act don't come out till like one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, sounds typical. Brilliant. So I would say um, one more question for you. And it is, I'll just fill in the blanks. Okay. Life is beautiful. Very good. Life is beautiful. I feel like I'm passing a test here. I'm like, yes! <laughs> the magnificent Ashley Smith. Thank you so much, my darling, for coming on to speak with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved every second. Yay! <laughs> oh, Ashley, not only are you now part of the bubble, but you family. Yeah, girl, you family. <laughs> Another Caymanian overseas. Out of sight, but not out of mind. Yeah, Bobo. <laughs> <laughs>